Mike check LD50. What up, cripples, bastards, and all you broken things? Tis I, Shalik, the one who knows things on episode I don't know because I don't know things of the And I Know Things podcast, where I basically talk to myself for a couple of minutes and then I talk to a guest, usually a friend or just a stranger on the street for up to an hour or so. And then I deliver this jarbled mess to you wonderful, beautiful, fantastic human beings who are kind enough to listen to this as I'm continuously trying to get better and improve on the thing that I enjoy. So not a super huge amount new with me, um, as anyone listening to this would know, uh, you know. We're kind of orange zoned in some areas, and I can't train jujitsu right now, which sucks. Really bums me out. Um, it's such a good outlet for for just so much. And uh, enough about enough about me. How are you? Are you are you okay? Are your dreams coming true? I sure hope they do. Cause uh, you know, little po- little positivity, we're spreading a little message of love on here. Cause I love all of you. Anyways, what's pretty doing? She's being fat. Um. Sliding onward to what this episode is. So this episode, I tried to do a like Wi-Fi version of uh, this app where I can like call someone through the app over the phone and then record that. It has a few few issues uh, in the early on where like the audio cuts out, um, mostly because my guest was uh, was not in a stationary position, and that illustrious guest, illustrious, how we pronounce things. Is a, uh, is a young man named uh, Mike Scaletta. Uh, I know Scaletta. Uh, he's a good friend of a dear friend of mine. Um, and that's how we met. Scaletta is a... Scaletta as the nickname we call him. Um, f- fuck the formality. Fucking Scaletta. Mike Scaletta is his name. Um, Scaletta is a aspiring stand-up comedian. Diagnosed with schizophrenia who I've seen on stage and you may or may not have seen him at a bug jar boulder um, anywhere there's an open mic in like the south wedge swilberg east end kind of area skeleto will for sure be there um he's an eccentric cat for sure he's he's got a he's got a style to him where he's got <laughs> he's got zero filter and he's kind of just saying whatever shack and shit comes to his head and more power to him but at the same time he is uh surprisingly insightful and in a lot of ways so be warned this episode like all is not safe for work however this one is especially not safe for work do not play this around children the elderly the infirm or anybody waiting on any kind of benefits to come through because they will get denied by being tainted by the by the tyranny and villainy that uh, that occurs in this episode um not that dramatic but you know what i'm saying uh, uh, I did an impersonation of him. Also, he does a really good impersonation of a couple people that I did not know he could do, which is super funny. But yeah, so this uh, subject matter in this episode, um, we we got no filters. We're talking about whatever. I'm just letting him go. So whatever he's saying is what he's saying. If you are squeamish or of the faint of heart, you you might want to uh, you know skip a little later till the end um, where we have a more structured conversation but uh the first part is you know kind of kind of just skeleton just, just being himself um which i think shines through shines through pretty well 
like I was saying, he is eccentric but surprisingly insightful. So I think there's some some solid wisdom bits that one could take away from listening to this episode. Uh, the idea to do this episode came from a previous one I had recently done with uh, John on on history and um, I mean just we were just talking in general, but we talked some history. But we were talking about risk risk taking and risk aversion um, and the way he introduces uh mike as a character without <laughs> without even saying his name um there's gonna be a little 30 second snippet right before the podcast like you know because i just start these randomly at some point during the during the chat um so you'll hear a 30 second 30 second kind of uh kind of thesis introduction <laughs> on on who the character of scaletta is so uh plug in your headphones because you don't want to play this one out loud Again, this is your last warning. If you're squeamish or prudish or or sensitive, maybe not this one. However, I will vouch that overall his character is he's a really good guy and we, you know, I can connect with anyone on something somewhere. So check it out. Me and him vibe for uh, for a little bit. Then there's a weird split because his phone died and then we come back in and we have a honestly more structured conversation where I had a couple notes on a few things we talk about. And uh, here you go. I'm sure you can. I know things. Enjoy. Trusting certain people, and that didn't necessarily dictate whether or not you hung out with them. It was just a matter of, well, you know, when we're with them, you're safe. Or if you're with other people, some shit might happen. Yeah. Those people where <laughs> some shit might happen. I don't, <laughs> I don't see my friend where, yeah, who knows? We might have to run away. Like, that doesn't happen now. You might be climbing through something or over something. Yeah, yeah. Or off something. Yeah. Maybe to a different extent. Yeah, Right. Like, you're just the yep. <laughs> You, you can't, those are those people that are just out there raw dog in life. Uh, are we on the track? Hold up, are we on the track? Yeah, yeah, we're actually recording right now. This is live. This is a world yeah. premiere. This is a world premiere. Oh, yeah. This is the first attempt at doing one of these uh, over, the, uh, over the phone. Plus, I don't have Wi-Fi where I am right now, so hopefully the quality is okay. Yeah. Yeah, I just recommend I talking. okay. Like, can you hear me okay? I hear you okay. It's like a little, it, it's a little distorted. How how close are you to the mic? Because I notice that's a problem sometimes. I was just putting my coat on. Uh, it's like up to my face. Okay, yeah, mine too. So ideally, like I'm making out right. Jobs right now, you know. What was that? I said it didn't make sense. I said I'm making out with Steve Jobs right now. I- <laughs> it, it doesn't. Makes sense if you don't think about it. It works. It actually makes sense if you don't think about it too hard. Yeah, it's uh, conceptual. It's like a. I don't know. We don't know. We don't know so, things. Wait, hold that's up. The point of the podcast. I gotta get my. Yeah, go ahead. All right, I'm getting in my car because that's a good space. Oh, okay. Just like quiet. Or are you going somewhere? Nah, it's just quiet. All right, on. I'm uh. I'm at, I write uh, jokes in here. Right, I mean, I, uh... Oh, your joke book? Hold up. I'm gonna get for a drive. <laughs> All right. Everyone listening to this, we're going for a ride with the one and only. Um, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, my name is Mike Scott. I'm a professional janitor, an aspiring <laughs> comedian, and, um... Professional amateur An all-around rascal. If, if the sound cut yeah. out there, he said professional amateur comedian. 
Have you gotten paid for anything Yeah, yet? I'm pro at being average. What? Have you gotten paid for anything yet? Okay, there was this girl who was dog garbage bullshit, dog, dog shit garbage at comedy. And oh, she's yeah. like, okay, I found this place called Obsessions. Are you familiar with that? Uh, is that a bar? Like a club kind of place? Yeah, it's club area is just a room. There's like no stages. There's just like a wooden room. And uh, so I go there. I walk up to the bar. Group of dudes. The biggest of them says to me, I hope you're here for the show. And I'm like, yeah, I'm here for the show. He's like, good. You know, it's a spot. I can't interfere with the spot. So <laughs> I go in there, ask the bartender for water. He says nothing to me, gets a water. Um, uh, all in all, shitty gig. No, Absolutely no audience. Just a bunch of depressed people talking about their shitty lives. And uh, we, I got five bucks. Hey. Professional it is then. Okay. Wait, what so you say? We're here with Bell, like a good man. Yeah. We're here with professional comedian Mike Scalana. How are you doing any comedy right now? Like anything? Uh not stand up. Like I'm that's just non existent in Rochester. Right. Um I'm doing I'm writing every night. I wrote a joke today actually. Okay. Uh wanna hear it? Sure. It's live for the audience. Okay, so what is your so there, it's not an offensive joke. Okay, this is um. This is how a ride starts <laughs> with that phrase. It's a tangentially offensive joke. Like if you look okay. outside of the joke, you could be offended, but mm-hmm. you're wrong. It's offensive adjacent. Yeah, like uh, yeah. Okay, so let me. All right, here goes. Do you think that evergreen trees are ever do? Oh, fuck. Hold up. That's what I do on the live mics. Just hold up, guys. Yep. Just tell the audience to wait a minute. I got an hour set up here. Get one joke out of me. All right. So, <laughs> uh, do you think ever think? Fuck. Do you, I wrote this today and I forgot it. I don't know. Do you think that evergreen trees ever feel pressured to stay green by humans? And then, okay. So I'm gonna ruin the joke. So then it's like there's a minority that want to change, like. Uh, I was I was born in a, an evergreen tree's body, but I feel like I'm a maple tree, you know. Like, let me have my operation. Uh, fuck Santa Claus and his trees. Fuck the patriarchy. Uh, uh, <laughs> so you know, transsexual trees. That's that's the joke. <laughs> Trans. Wait, I can't hear Transplanted trees. Okay. Transplanted. Yeah. So I don't even know what you would call it. <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm good. So, yeah. All right. Here's the second joke right. I wrote today. Uh, <laughs> on, I'm still on that first joke. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. You're right. It is. It's, it's adjacent offensive. The joke itself is like, it's absurd. It's about trees. Yeah. You're granted people do go through that struggle and that sucks. You know, but, I mean, that's kind of the point of comedy is to make fun of the things that suck. That's the only because, point, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think about that a lot because uh, I'm thinking about what I do uh, every day. And I'm thinking, like, if you do, if you write comedy for like eight hours a day, you're going to be depressed. There's no doubt. Yeah. Like, you can't, even the goofiest comedian, like Pablo Francisco, are you familiar with him? Yeah. Yeah, I know Pablo from way back. For the people listening, he just does basically impressions. And there's no real, uh, 
thing to take offense from him. He just does impressions of like Arnold Schwarzenegger, the big movie guy, one yes. desire, you know, like <laughs> one man, one trip, one parking lot in Genesee Valley High. Um, so guys like that, uh, um, they like, you know, there's no, there's no edge necessarily like that they're towing. There's no end. Cause it's just, um, what are, what are his other big jokes? Uh, the movie guy thing where he does the Schwarzenegger voice and, uh, yeah. he makes like sound effects. He's a, yeah. Like what I, I love from him, um, was the tattoo or no, the, the piercing dude. There's a dude, he's like, hey, how you doing? I gave you some piercings. I got some over here. Ding, 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 ding. And he's pointing, he's like doing the motion act out. Yeah, real animated. And lovely. Ooh, it's a uh, quality just took a sh- super drop. Uh, How's it now? Where am I? Now it's fine. Yeah, yeah, I went on a road pump. I guess that does, you know, the signal's going to outer <laughs> space. Guess who this is? Could you give uh, me a second? Mr. Lewis C.K. Yeah, it's going to outer space. <laughs> Space. Could you give it a? All right, yeah, I had to do that. Um, <laughs> Welcome to Louis C.K. Special at the Comedy Store. Yeah, he actually stole that from me when I was ten years old. I wrote that. <laughs> no. Oh, did you? Yeah, I was like, I was just smart back then. And then I uh, let's stick with the conversation. I don't want to get too far off it. Um, <laughs> hey, we can do whatever. You're literally driving. We are riding with Mike Scaletta. That's going to be the name of this episode. You know how a ride with me is, baby. <laughs> I miss Louie. I wish he wasn't like weird and into weird stuff. You know, I really got into him when his latest special came out. I've watched the other shit over the years. Like I remember watching his um live at the comedy store when I was sixteen. I'm like, this guy's just fucking grown. Like as a sixteen I'm I was more uptight as a sixteen year old than I am now. But Louis sincerely special came out. Just didn't really care to see him uh, at really any point. Right. I got it and I laughed my ass off like more than oh, ever. Yeah. And that really got me into watching. So is... I'll go on. Okay. This is the special after he got like in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, okay. That was, I believe he released in April 2020. April. Yeah. So four months. That's a fourth month. Yeah. Seven months ago. Um, so yeah, oh, I said, fuck it, Audio, watch it. Audio's not great. No, I was just talking really quietly for a second. Okay. Yeah, so, um, turn on my bass. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, it was fucking awesome. Like, uh, I'm not going to tell his jokes, but he's more, he's more somber and he's less wild, but he's still got his ah, eyes. Okay. You know, like I'll, I'll, I'll spoil one of his topics. He talks about people with mental challenges. Sure. Not the mentally ill, the mental challenge, and he's just a dick. But he's smart about it, so he gets away with doing right. that. And I never cared for that one because, um, you know, it's just it's not cool. I think to talk about people like that unless you really have a good twist. Right. That's one thing in comedy: if you have a good twist to something, like just genius, you can say anything. You know? Yeah, if it's funny, you can get away with anything. Yeah, and Louis knows that. You know, over the years, he's gotten away with. Um, <clears throat> Let's see, live, live the comedy stores in my head. That's not a very offensive special. That's why I like that one. Have you seen that one, Shalik? You know, I think that, that one's probably my favorite Louis C.K. special at the yeah. comedy store. Yeah. Uh, even his opener, I like, once I figured out who that opener is, with like that, I can't remember their name. So we're, yeah, we'll the Hunchback it, Man with the. Yeah. You know? He, he looks like, uh, 
what's his face? He looks like the the Dollar Tree version of um. Oh my God, I'm sorry. What's the guy's name? Sam, the blonde guy who screams. In what movie? Fucking super famous comedian. You know him. Oh, uh, Sam. Uh, Sam. Son. He does look like him, kind of. His face. Yeah, he even. looks like the like the Dollar General store brand version <laughs> of him. But uh, yeah, writing uh, live at the comedy uh, store is, is probably my favorite one. Me too. It's just um, it's a fun ride. You know, you're not. I didn't get offended by anything. You know, just to cover the offensive topics. Like, there's one where like. I mean, he's got that one. He got he's got that one whole routine where he's like saying the n word, you know. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah. he he's like, he's like doing it in a way where like he's a, he's attacking the concept of like racism, and it's like you're still a dick if it's just in your head, you know. So he's like, don't make me say it in my head by you. Oh, you're talking about the n word. Okay, stuff. you're talking about chewed up. Yeah, chewed up. Chewed up's another great one. Another I- special. Uh, hilarious is hilarious. Yeah. But um, the yeah, N-word, it's like, it's just such like an ugly, hate-filled thing that regardless of who's saying it or what context, it still like blows. Yeah. But I mean, even like those Louis C.K. bits, there are they're funny. They're like completely yeah. written. And he hold up, he has like when he says it the first time, he says, "You know what else I hate? I hate the N-word." Not the then he actually says the real N-word. You yeah. know, when he said that. For like three seconds, I was like, dude. <laughs> and then he says the thing about the CNN reporter with the pretty hair saying the N-word and yada, yada. And then yeah. it makes sense. And then it's funny. So, yeah, yeah. For three seconds, I was like, dude, you're going to get your ass kicked. <laughs> but my view of the word, yes. Okay, so from, I don't know when people started saying it, like Eng- like like English speakers. I'll just say the 1600s. Yep. From colonial the times, yeah. Yeah. From a... Uh, yeah, the word is fucking awful from then. I mean, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. It was awful. But um, I guess I can start at Chris. Have you seen Chris Rock's Black People versus that word? Yeah, that's, I mean, it's super that's what I'm talking word. about. When he says, I, I, I haven't seen the whole thing. I've seen it all the time on the, the recommended for you on YouTube. But um, that's where I get the phrase aggressive dumbass because, you know, in high school, us stupid ass kids in Webster would say that word. And yeah. you know, thank you for admitting that too. By the way, that's like you know, it, it's actually pretty sweet that we can like sit down and be like, "Yeah, I had a past. I did that, and then you grow from there, which is awesome." So thanks for sharing that. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Try, try to be honest. So, um, yeah, we would have our fucking Slipknot amp the way the fuck up so our parents wouldn't hear us say that word. You know, <laughs> <laughs> music playing. It's like I want to slit your throat and fuck the wound. Meanwhile, we're saying that word like, oh, I heard that part. That's good. <laughs> so that's what matters. <laughs> yeah. My dad's like, good. He's an aggressive young boy. And mom's like, does it have to be this way? You know? Uh, so my parents love that phase of me. <laughs> but anyways, so when we said it back then, now when we, when he said it as a high school, it was literally just to be a douchebag. That's trying to offend anybody as much as they can. Yeah. Yeah. But Okay, I'll bring I, get, it I get what you mean, though. Yeah, I, do understand I, got, a, I got a tangent like, now. Yeah, my, my right. grandfather, who doesn't, it's just not a part of his vocabulary, and, like, as mm-hmm. such, it's not part of mine. I just, I don't mean, my cousins, whatever, like, my friends all the time, but it's, like, it's just, I don't know, it's just not for me. But when my grandpa yeah. says that, he really only says in, like, he's just that person, he's not even looking at him as a human. Um, oh. He's just, 
so upset with them that he's just using it in like the most even if it's like possible. even if they even if someone says it to someone with a like an intonation of like hey dude what's up like hey what's up like even yeah. that situation okay yeah that's i respect that that's um i'm sure your grandpa's probably like 70 or 80 yeah he's in the 70s so it, it's different okay so, than, you know because he grew up in a different yeah, he, time yeah he, he grew up when that word meant hey i, I want to beat your ass you know right. yeah i get that this is your captain speaking. Uh, we kept uh, on the same subject for a little bit, but then his phone died or started to die, so we figured we'd have to uh, pick back up later. Weirdly enough, listening back through the transition from the end of his last sentence to the beginning of the next one when we started recording maybe like five minutes later, it's just so smooth it sounds like the same conversation. So I guess this is just a little interlude to let you know that a little bit of time has passed and we're going to be switching subjects um, from more controversial areas of comedy to uh we get into more mental health in this next part so uh dive in probably from when i figured out or uh, when i started playing video games at five i remember i would play spyro the dragon to the point where i was completely depressed when i was five mm-hmm. like i would just i would just like burn a sheep feel a tingle in my brain like i did something and then i'd burn another sheep and then the first sheep would respawn and i just do that for like five minutes and it was like a trance of uh, nothing, you know? So, like, yeah. it's really easy on video games to get into that. So, later on, when I was, like, 16, I was playing, like, uh, League of Legends. And mm-hmm. that's a game that can really take your mind away. Like, have you played it? Uh, no, but I've seen it played. Okay, so I bet everyone knows. I'll go over a quick recap. You're, like, a hero dude. Like, you're a motherfucker with a bow. You're a lady named Ash with a bow. And you shoot little fuckers to get gold. And those little fuckers want to kill your towers. Excuse me, kill your security towers to get to your base. And then the other team has the same shit. So they're like minions, towers, heroes. It's like and a top-down game. Yeah, almost. Yeah, like yeah. like 70 to pretty almost. It's at a kind of like StarCraft. So oh it really like <clears throat> uses your brain up. And the problem with video games when they use your brain up you get kind of, at least I did, I would get like depressed in my body, you know, like going up to go take a piss, which is a 10, which was a 10 minute walk for me. was like a fucking task. So, um, yeah. So I would come home from school all angry because I wasn't getting late at school. You know, I just wasn't doing threesomes with the math teacher and the hot cheerleader, you know, it just wasn't happening. How did you fantasize uh, sitting in class? You know, every every podcast I've done, something like this comes up. It's just <laughs> about fucking at school. No, just like fetishes in general. Oh yeah, yeah. Makes yep. each one not safe for work. But go on. <laughs> okay, so like I would go to school, be like, she's so, she's so hot. What do I say? And I say nothing because I'm just like, here's a Louis bit. He's like the, the the first thing you say to a woman. All right, now I'm just quoting Louis. I'm like a douchebag. But yeah, the first thing you say to a woman you want to fuck is I want to fuck you in the face. You got to ignore that and say whatever. I'm, I love Louie. I quote him a lot. Uh, he used to be on my wall, you know, that had a picture of him. Oh, yeah. One of your, one of your yeah. comedy idols. Yeah, in my room, I had, I had him up and I liked him so much. I used to put note cards on the picture and I just put, I love you. <laughs> I love you. Like he's just some fucking great guy. And I love you, Louie. And then, like, and three months later. Exclusive. What? And I know things exclusive right there. 
hot take. I know, right? No one else is. That's not going on any other AM radio <laughs> broadcast. Uh, so, anyways, I took him down recently because he's just not a dude you want around all the time. Like, I see his picture. It was his picture. <laughs> if you look at his Wikipedia picture, his fucking picture is him looking to the side and smirking. And it's him at his best because he's, like, looking at some – I bet he's looking at some lady and, like, her uh, her dress looks – her dress – he can see her nipple or, like, some dude is just, you know, having an awkward conversation and Louie's just making a joke out of some something that's – yeah for other people that's what louis does he's, you know louis the perverts comedian if you will he's the he's yeah. the incels comedian incels he's also the just perverted not just perverted sexually but perverted mentally too like right. yeah i don't have a concrete example because my head's still on the video game thing yeah. but uh like, he's just the dude that has the jokes that you shouldn't laugh at and that's <laughs> i think that's perverted Perversion is just a twisting of something to make it kind of pleasurable. You know, like some people get their balls smashed, uh, yep. you know, whatever. Take a shot um, every podcast, all right. <laughs> yeah, take a shot. Uh, okay, so with the th- what I want to get at with the video games was like, I would you like uh, that, who's the black dude from 30 Rock? Um, Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan. Yeah, I read his book. He said, motivation and anger are determination. So motivation is in the head and you're like, I want to, uh, I want to write a joke tonight. And then anger is just whatever the fuck I write the joke about mm-hmm. the beginning, maybe and that's everything. If you go to the gym, it's, I wish I had bigger arms. And then you're like, okay, you do the gym, you go, yada, yada, you know? So, um, I would use my anger and motivation to kick ass on league of legends. Mm-hmm. Actually, I would get my, and then I'd be sad. Can relate. And- and then I do my homework and I was like, life sucks. I have to do chemistry. And that's so, I think that's the very unhealthy to do. Like, I'm just saying this cause I did it as a teen yeah. and I'm glad I don't do it as a 26 year old using your fucking fuel to nothing, a video game. Right. I think video games are nothing when you do them for hours. If you do it for 30 minutes, an hour, good for you. Mm-hmm. But my little preachy spiel here, <laughs> uh, no, if you spend, I would spend hours on it and then, that could be used to play bass guitar, like the Angry Determination. I can make a rock song, a metal song, you know, just yeah. something that's real driving and shit. And then I, you know, the the negative emotions come, and then I just maybe write or just play like a sad song. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I haven't played video games since 2019. Okay. I tried this one Diablo three esque game, mm-hmm. and I was just there was like three enemies coming at me, and I'm like, this is just. Like it's so far removed from reality. Like it's oh, yeah. the video games are just war, and we don't, you know, like the only people that simulate war anymore in real life are like athletes, and that's just like wrestlers, football players, and that's true. Anyone in- like I'm, I'm a huge, I'm a huge mixed martial arts fan, just martial arts fan in general. And in a way, like it's, it's not the same thing as gladiators because they're not like literally captured and forced to do it, but like they're, dude, fighting. you know what I? They're oh, doing combat, I, I, and we're watching. Exactly. It. Yeah, they're doing combat. Like, like I, I do, I do not doubt that to win a UFC match, you have to want to kill that other man. It, yeah, because here's, here's why. Be, no, because you don't get to the top of the top without doing that sick shit. You know right. what I mean? So, like, straight up, uh, referees in UFC are blood blocking these fucking dudes. <laughs> <laughs> 
they the just floor try to get their violence off. They're like, dude, I'm here to kill him. Don't stop the fight. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Did that's I, uh, not completely true because if it was, then I don't think a ref could take a dude off. I, I'm, I'm done. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I don't know if Herb. I mean, Herb Dean like was a fighter. A lot of refs were fighters, but mm-hmm. they're not in fighting shape right now. Did I tell you I've been nah. I've been like training like jujitsu. Every podcast comes back to jujitsu. Um, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, like the gym. I don't know. The gym like also is a full M- MMA gym too, where there's like pro mm-hmm. fighters that that's their camp, or they're like put together like a a once in a while thing but so like i've rolling is what the sparring is called because we're not actually striking it's um it's all on the ground like grappling basically is what brazilian jiu-jitsu is um that's just like softcore gay porn pretty much that if you saw it on the outside looking in and we wear colorful outfits sometime that are like skin tight covered in like cartoon characters if you didn't know how lethal it was it looked it does (laughs) i just ordered a spider-man one (laughs) And it's oh gonna my be God. Look like I'm wearing a full Spider-Man costume. But anyways, um, so I've, I've, I've rolled with like uh, professional fighters before. Um, and the level of violence that they are capable of in just practice is like, holy shit. Like, yeah, dude, I could just imagine someone throwing someone on the mat. <laughs> you know, just oh real my God. Fast. I got slammed by like it. a 200 and something pound guy who just took me down. Like I wasn't a grown man as well. Like we weren't even the same thing dominate you yeah but that's uh i like it i feel like i need it i i need to be reminded that like i know nothing of this and there are people who are capable of much much more yeah do you know did john ever tell you about mr clark the gym teacher at webster uh maybe a little bit well all you need to know is that he's a big motherfucker he knows how to gouge people's eyes out, and if he str- if he does any physical violence to anyone, he's arrest- He's getting twenty five to life because he's a he's a weapon. Oh goddamn! So, and he and he's just a gym teacher too. He's like, all right, throw the balls in the hoop. All right, <laughs> Timmy, you like both your eyes, you little fucker. You know, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's great. That's what I'm saying. Like, um, we like to simulate war. You know, right. Like, because it's just a natural urge. There's uh, a part of us that, like, so, like, uh, I, I always say the name of the animal wrong, but uh, bonobos um, or bonobos, they're like a chimpanzee subspecies or um, extra group. I, I forget science. I used to know things. Do they have big butts? Oh, uh, kind of. Not quite like mandrills, which are really colorful. Um, sorry, I'm trying to let this chubby dog out because I'm watching a dog. And oh. All right. Well, she's, she's on it, too. Luna, you want to go outside? Okay. Luna. Bonobos. She just hyped up. But anyways, bonobos are like they they're 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 like basically almost all vegetarian. They take in very little living animal protein. Um, they're like matrilineal lids, so the the females are like kind of in charge, and it passes like through the through the female line. And they're one of the one of the other mammal species that has sex for pleasure. It's like us dolphins, bonobos, and like maybe a few other animals, rather than like a heater, you know, whatever. Um, or a breeding season, and um, they're parties? full of shit. Whereas chimpanzee are bloodthirsty fucking monsters that are inhumanly strong. Bonobos are just as strong, but they use their powers for good. Fuck chimps! They're oh. they're the worst things that the our lineage can be. But uh, the monsters. Here's something for me. But, oh, okay. We need to simulate war for the. We've talked. We said the reasons. 
Did we? Yeah. Is it just we have we have two sides of us, you know. Yeah. We have like we have the Bonobo and we have the chimp. I guess was my. That's point. a cool way to put it. That's a cool, I gave a yeah. cool, cool picture in my head. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> I don't have much. I kind of do things like. I don't. I don't have a really an outlet for war right now. I felt like work was because I walked a lot. And, well, that's not. I don't know. I don't have a fucking outlet for war. I wish I could. I wish I could do the jujitsu, but I have a shoulder that's fucked yeah. up. Oh no, my shoulder hurts too. Everyone, <laughs> not like my jujitsu doesn't make you better. I've had dislocations, so it's kind of weak. Okay. Like, oh right, right, you had that. Uh, you were in that sling for a while. Yeah, I was in the sling for a month, and uh, dude, I remember coming out of this. Or no, one time. I was, I was taking a poop, and okay. for some reason my sh- my whole right arm was flexing like a motherfucker while taking a shit. And it was like, I was like, that's the hard to get in there. That was the fucking most difficult. I don't know the most flexing I've felt in my arm. Anyways, <laughs> that was a dumb okay. story. Anyways, um, no oh, god. So I I'm like like as far as wrestling goes, I don't I can't do shit like. Because if someone gets my arm, the, sh- the arm can okay. go straight up to the sky. And if it goes beyond that, like backwards towards your butt, that's fucking oh. bad. So that's what happened when I just looked right, twice. Right, yeah, okay. So, like, I can't that's, do that that's shit. Often what we do. <laughs> Lifting weights for me, I'm at a huge disadvantage because I just have to do a lot of warm-up, a lot of uh, cool-down, yeah. a lot of little stretching in between. It's It would not be fun at all. Like, it literally would be work. Like you, I, I've tried it. I, I don't get any of that, uh, like pump feeling. I don't get that like savage, like killer feeling. I don't, you know, the hot blood flow, whatever. So I'm like, fuck that shit. So, um, I don't do war shit. You know, I hope when comedy comes back, yeah. I can be aggressive on stage. That's kind of something like it. Like it's I, adrenaline. You're getting it off. Yeah. Like imagine George Carlin walking around. Like he walks around all aggressively. He's bent over. Cause he's really like in your, he's trying to just get his image, get his presence in your face. And, uh, yeah. good album. Uh, but, uh, that's one for John. presence. Led Zeppelin. <laughs> beow, beow. Oh, I have presence. Yeah. I got the original presence. presence. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my back, 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 back. You got that song. Where would you put, where do you put, uh, John Paul Jones as a basis? I guess segue. Uh, like, where would I put him as like the best bassist of all time? Or yeah, yeah. Where would you rank him? Number one, bro. He's the best at yep. holding a good groove. Like, uh, mm-hmm. here's here's there's two sides of a bassist. There's the timekeeper, and then you can be melodic. As far as timekeeper, let's look at uh, the Rover. It's the whole the whole song. Just the. That's that's almost it. And then there's shit where he's fucking flying around on the bass dancing like uh what is and what should never be. Okay. You know that yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. It doing yeah, I don't have to do it. You know it. Uh yeah. Black Dog, he's following Jimmy Page, but he's still real melodic. Uh the ocean, bro. The the first part of the oh, what a good song. I must have played that. Yeah. It's like a little woo. And then he comes with the mm. the meat plow, and then the finale is just this fucking great. Uh, Fuck yeah! So you know, and then, and then let's. I don't want to think of more. Achilles' last stand. You hear that one? Yeah. 
Kind of, yeah, I think that's on my that's on my workout. Yeah, yeah, that's on my workout playlist. Yeah, that song gets me fucking hype. That that song, uh, the dude from Iron Maiden definitely learned from that song. Like that. Was, oh yeah, that's every Maiden that like song is basically that. Yeah, so John Paul Jones is the best. Uh, let's do the top three. Uh, I'll let, all right, so I'll do mine, then you do yours. Okay. John Paul Jones. Mm. Flea. Flea has a quote. Red Hot Chili yeah, Peppers. Yeah. I, I'm not a huge Chili Peppers fan, but like uh-huh. the, I know like their hits and then like 10 other songs. Now, the reason I put him as number two is that um, – he has a quote. It's like the the silence speaks louder than words. Or mm-hmm. he, well, he his quote is like the less you play on bass, the more you say, kind of. And he he okay. like like uh like that dr- song about the bridge under the bridge. In the main bass gr- bass line, there's a lot of pauses. It's not just do 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 do. It's like uh, I don't know. I'm thinking of Zod Zeppelin right now. <laughs> You know what I mean? Do you, do you have it in your head? Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so yeah, all of his gro- none of his grooves are like you know, he's not flying around. He's, he's, so yeah, right. Flea, uh, number three. He's not three, but you know who's cool? Um, Who? Ryan Martini from Mudvayne. Have you seen that guy? No, I've never heard of that. Oh man. my god, you never heard of Bird Bird Dang? Right. I mean, if it's famous, I might have heard and just not know who it is. Uh, they're not. They're, they're as far as metal goes, they're fucking one of the greats. Uh, they were okay. around in the two thousands. I think they're they're not around anymore. But they, yeah, they were, are they like new metal, like nu metal? Nah, yeah, new. No, not quite. Oh, okay. They were kind of. Yeah. They were in their own psychopathic, uh, psychedelic, you know. Okay. Rage bullshit. Like their first album is called LD Fifty. LD Fifty is the amount of a substance it takes to kill you. So oh. that's their first stop. They're just like, hey, you know what we're about. And then they have a song called like, the circadian rhythm. Do you know what that means? Yeah. 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 To the listeners, that's like, a, that's like a, it's, it's like a spiral that's seen in nature a lot. And it just, it's like some kind of psychedelic way. Are you, are you talking about, I thought circadian rhythm was like w- the cycle of like being awake and asleep. Oh, my bad. I'm in circadian circle. Yeah, yeah. It's like I, it's another word. Yeah, we know things. We'll look that up, and I'll bring <laughs> in the conclusion. Yeah, we know things. Um. <laughs> so, anyways, in the video, he's... not the Fibonacci number, Fibonacci spiral, or something. The golden ratio. Yeah, that's what on. it is. You're right. The golden ratio. That's what it's called. Okay, so in the fucking video, the guy is like they're painted as aliens. Like he looks like the devil. The singer looks. I don't even know what the fuck they can describe him as, but he looks like the devil and he's slapping his bass. He's like, don't, don't, bang, don't, don't, bang, don't, don't, bang, don't, dang it. And the fucking thing's like, like he's slapping and plucking and he's just going fucking insane. Like I've tried to play it and like the amount of, the amount of fucking like angles that my fingers move at, like the different <laughs> angles, like they're just like, I don't know, like, it's just it's 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 crazy. He's a crazy talented bassist, but if I listen to his music, I want to kill myself. So, oh no, <laughs> yeah, no, not that far. But like, it's it's pure rage. Like they're like um like Slipknot. Yeah. Like Corey Taylor wants to kill people. The singer of this band wants to kill himself. So, Jeez. you know, and then Fred Durst is just like, I'll just jerk off and get some money. You know, 
<laughs> and then Jonathan Davis. Uh, Jonathan Davis is just getting killed by everybody. He's a pussy. And uh, wait, what band is he from? The the one I'm introducing. No, Jonathan Davis. Oh, Corn. Yeah, Corn. You know, all oh, the God. songs are just like high school was tough. <laughs> and then I got a job to describe how tough it was. Why did I do that? You know, he's kind of an idiot for that. I think he's a fuck Corn. You know, every single Corn <laughs> song is like. I am violated. Yeah, dude. Because you're singing about being violated. People are like, that's his vibe. We're going to fuck him up. I don't know. But <laughs> no, just, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why he does it. All he sings about is just shitty times. And it's not like a Zeppelin way, like Rain song where like, you know, he had a girl and then it left him, but he like learned something from it. You know, and then there's a part in the song where it's uplifting. The Rain yeah. song. Yeah. yeah. It's like uplifting. This, I don't know. Fuck like- corn. Anyways. Uh, Zeppelin has that blues influence, so like they sing about things that make you feel. Yeah, yeah, heavy blues influence. They uh, their first album was like all blues. Oh, basically all blues covers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, Which they never fucking, they never they never um like gave credit to the dudes though, you know. In a few lawsuits they did, oh. but I I'm pretty sure they won all of them or like settled without anything major. Yeah. Like the first album is basically Willie Dixon. Like Led Zeppelin presents Willie. Dixon. I like how one um, It's cool. Yeah, another another icon that like often gets covered and got covered. Yeah. Yeah, but taste of my my baby. Um, <laughs> I'm on some little Walter heavy. Trying to get more of that. How long? How long have you been playing bass? Ten years. Yep. Ten years gone. Uh. <laughs> More Zeppelin references. These are for Johnny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's just like, oh, he just gets satisfied. Oh, they said the song, cool man. <laughs> that was such a good Johnny impression. Really? <laughs> Your voice sounded just like. Oh, oh, cool fucking a. Oh, the Louis too. All right, I remember my Louis phase. I was in high school, and then I love Mark Marin because I'm a neurotic. Uh-huh. Now I'm just about Theo Vaughn or you- something. Uh, you know it's hilarious. The last one I did with him, um, you came up, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in some context, <laughs> which is like, oh, let me let me do okay. this one too. Give the man, give the band a chance to be the man. Um. <laughs> wait, wait. Have the chance to be what? Uh, give the chance a man a chance. A uh, uh, fuck. God damn it. Give the man a chance to be the man. Like. Rather than, because that's what we kept saying, we're like rather than describing and let them come on. And, oh yeah, yeah. People know me after this shit. <laughs> Did you bring up? Anything, uh, are you ever in the South Wedge? What? You've seen him. Like, if, are you ever in the South Wedge? You've seen Scalata somewhere. Yeah, dude. I have schizophrenia, so like, I thought that when I was masturbating every night, like people were yelling at me from the bar across the street to stop masturbating. <laughs> because here's what I did. I was I was jerking. And I were just I'm just rolling into this. Uh, I was right, I was masturbating uh, at night, brief, and I'm like this. Pause. He Shit. actually does have schizophrenia. Yeah, I do actually have it. Oh, anyways, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not just yeah. making a sick joke. Um, yeah, I have a sick joke. Uh, so, yep. <laughs> nah, yeah. Anyways, you were masturbating. So I put the volume of my porn 100. People across the street were like, what the fuck is that? Who fucking... Yo, I don't, sounds like porn. So it's coming from that house. So like, for like one day, for that night, oh. they quit it. After like five minutes, or like, I I put it put the porn volume down, and then they just um you know like as humans are, they said fuck it. He's just watching porn. I don't I don't give a shit. My mind 
every night, yeah. I swear to God, for the past like mm, two months ish, I have halluc- I have auditory hallucinations that the people, even when I'm not watching porn, the pe- that people mm. across the street at the bar are like, yeah, "There's a masturbator. I bet he's masturbating right now." Porn and like it, it yeah. was horrible. Like at first, like I thought they were like right outside on the sidewalk, just yelling into my window. And then, oh, and then man. here's the kicker, though. Yeah. Um, or not, I don't know the word, but like, mm. I was like, I don't want to hear this. So I went into my living room and then they said, oh, go further into your house. They can't know that. They don't have my house. I'm not making much noise. Mm. It's a hallucination. So it comes along and I just like kind of say, hey, fuck these voices or oh, those are just voices. Any kind of um, of uh, intentional action gets rid of them because I think they are a cause of my brain okay. just wandering. So I never like to wander in my brain. Like, I, like if I go for a walk, mm-hmm. it's because I got to go somewhere. Or if it's just a walk to walk, I bring music, you know, Mark Norman has a joke. He's like, uh, yeah. Hey, ever try to just walk outside without your iPod? Ugh! You know? So, <laughs> um, yeah, shit like that happens. My neighbor caught me masturbating in my driveway. Oh, these are the are masturbation chronicles, Shalik and listener. All right. I said listener. Yeah. Our only listener is John. Single. That's the only one who's sticking around. John's like, yeah, yeah I, right. I relate. You know, uh, did anybody else quit the masturbation talk? I, I, I but yeah, she saw me and I had like, I thought yeah, I heard her saying like every on. night, like, like, like I thought she would be like, oh, he's doing it. Or uh, uh, like she'd leave the house when she thought I was doing it and get in her car and leave because like she was scarred by it. But that's just, that's what schizophrenia does, man. <laughs> Nuts. Uh, so yeah. that's I won't talk about jerking anymore, listeners, because you probably don't want to hear that. But uh, so, uh, hey, everybody, everybody. Yeah, I know it's just weird to like. I don't think it's weird. I just, I just most yeah, people. most people. Well, whatever. Um, so might be asexuals who don't and. More power to them. Yeah, they're probably hearing if they are hearing my story, they're like, "That's why I don't masturbate." <laughs> no, they're like, "This dude is evidence that masturbation just doesn't work for me." You know, so. Uh, Hell yeah, um, so those 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 auditory hallucinations, if you don't mind, going hey, let's go in more. What like? Do you just like? Do you hear it as it as if you were like um, hearing people talking? It's kind of like really it's kind of like a facet regular? of PTSD where it'll just come up like when someone thing reminds me. Like it used to happen like seven p.m. to it was about nine p.m. I'd hear the peop- the voices. Um, so it's kind of like a PTSD mm-hmm. like like whereas in something happens and then you trigger. For me, it was the fact that the time would turn to nine p.m. So that's that's all I'm gonna say about PTSD. I don't have that, but I there are there are crossovers with all the mental illnesses. So nine p.m. would roll around. Yeah. Um, and it would feel like a memory of someone saying something like I couldn't get rid of it. Like I, I, that's, it's just a, all the auditory hallucinations, they get to a point where they're so ridiculous. And then there's always one little fact that I know just can't happen. That's how I figure out their hallucinations and situation. It's like, uh, I just know now, but when that dude said, when I went to my live, when I went from my bed to my living room and he said, yeah, go further away in your house. He doesn't know that. That's obviously a hallucination. But now I just know if anybody talks about me masturbating after like two months after it happened, I know it's a fucking hallucination because nobody, like nobody can be preoccupied. Like it happens. It just like lingers in my mind for all night. Like 
and nobody would just keep bringing it up like as a joke even like <laughs> like how we used to say I don't have to explain that one we'll just confuse yeah, the yeah so yeah uh, <laughs> um <laughs> yeah they're just they just I keep to myself that's the biggest way like like when I'm in like public I try to look at nobody uh I do it so hard that sometimes I feel like they know that I'm trying to not look at them so I don't know my right. my whole social my whole like as far as me in like public I don't try to interact with anybody and I left my job at strong as a patient transporter glad because I talked to every patient I transported, you know, like bullshit, like, Oh, get any x-rays yet? Oh, I had to, Oh, you're getting a third today on your dick. And Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, x-rays are good. Like five minutes. Oh, I had a boy deliver pizza in five minutes. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. He gave me the sausage, you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> and uh and i ain't talking about it all right i don't know but uh oh i gotta figure out where i am i don't know what town i'm in i'm still driving <laughs> i see these big ass train blockers or no car blockers so you don't hit the train uh yeah i i don't know i'm just going straight it's typically the direction i go most of the time you know, if you find comedy, you have to relate Fuck to people. Yeah. Something related to people, like, hey, when I walk, I'm usually going straight. And they're like, <laughs> me too. No, I don't. And what a wild ride with Mike Scaletta that turned out to be. Uh, I knew it was going to get pretty edgy, but I did not know there would be a copious masturbation discussion, which, hey, I, you can talk about whatever you want to talk about on here. And I'll, if I wanted to chop something out, I would. That was just a a buddy of mine beat. (laughs) No words can explain who that guy is. Uh, Scaletta is, that means a blast in a glass. Um, You know, when I would, uh, we were originally sitting down, um, he cracked that joke about the trans trees. Um, I did think of like a few of my trans or non-binary or queer friends. I'm like, ooh, they, I wonder if they would be offended by that, that kind of humor. Um, so this in conclusion is a reach out. I think next episode, I might try to hit up, uh, some of my, some of my friends who are in or of, or participating around the LGBTQ AI plus question mark, uh, community. Um, maybe we can chat about, cause I mean, fuck it. I know like four or five, uh, trans people just right offhand. Um, but there's a, there's a whole community of people and maybe maybe no one else talks to them. Maybe they don't have a voice and maybe they're just people that like just don't get it. So so this is my uh this is me standing in front of the podium um clenching the lips tight to the mouth looking down at the teleprompter while while my handlers are are on stage like applauding me for being brave. Um where I'm uh apologizing for for an old tweet. Um, I guess at this point I'm apologizing for whatever the fuck that last hour and something was, but it was a good time. So thank you to Mike for coming on here and, uh, you know, sharing, sharing some of his, uh, his jokes that he's still chopping up that were in the legendary joke book found in the front seat of his car that he got in and decided to go for a drive where he went. I don't know. I'm not sure he knows, but hey, alphabet folks folks with an X, because I like that word. 
reach out to me and maybe we can get something going. All right. I'm Shulik and I know things. Thank you.